really good today to catch up with Gaz. It's been a while. So enjoy the episode. Really are getting, you know, our uh, flow together with this. Really enjoying it. Uh, we do appreciate everyone who's watching it, you know, giving us great feedback and letting us know that they're enjoying it. Uh, please do like, please do subscribe. And if you take value from it, you find it entertaining, please do share with a friend. Thank you. Crossfits in middle on live. Well, episode wide, six. Wide, wide, wide. I feel like I'm not seeing you a lot this week, mate. Hey, been away, haven't you? I've not been, been away. away. I've been ill, yeah. mate. A little bit of man flu. Been away at home. Wanking your centre death. Is it? You tell me, I don't know. Not a big wanker. Are you a man or a mouse? Yeah, no, I do a little bit of man flu. I've got to travel to Fingy, I'm not keen to go on Thursday, Milan. Why not? I'm just not feeling it at the minute. Fucking, what, to go on holiday to Milan? It's not what? holiday, it's... It is a fucking holiday, mate, come on. Business five days, but I've never been to Milan, so I'm looking forward to it. We went to um, Verona last year with them. That was such a nice city, like I can't... Verona? Yeah, like one place that I've never thought about going but they'd put a convention on there like a lot of the Italian guys are doing really really well a lot of young kids who are yeah. out of them sort of way Milan Rome Verona and they'll always kind of put the the event where the where the action is mm. Verona was something else we took a went with Pete and we took like camper we did uh, set off from obviously where we live and went through like all Switzerland and, and in and out that way and made a trip of it like but just Verona was something else we, we dropped on some people funny story like we we got there on the Thursday, and uh, Organo were the dry events, so you don't drink. So there's none of like the the social drinking like no. we, we all do, like drinking right. heavy like that. What happens if you do drink? Um, you, you could, you know, but it it it, like, it, it, it makes sense. It's like I, n- I never understood it initially when I was young, but it's like if if you look at what alcohol can do, it's like it lowers your inhibitions. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of people. It's not there. healthy, is it? It's not. Uh, no, I don't think even for the health thing. I it's think not what, productive. What could come of of when a gang of people are drinking together? You know, yeah. you know what can happen on drink. So <laughs> I know. So yeah. um, where were I? But oh, what, no, so you want hard to drink on an evening? That so. Well, and, and you've got a, if you're leading people, I think. They really are looking at you with a fine tooth comb. Do you know what I mean? It's like they're gonna do what you do. Like they're gonna fully replicate what you. Do. So if you're seen to be, use Benny as an example. So Benny at the minute, have you seen what he's supposed to? It's like the obviously he's doing the the wine bits, and he, he it was blathered, mate. Like just a picture of Anthony just blind drunk. Oh, on the so, sofa. Yeah. So yeah. It, chucking pillars at him. So if that's. I know, but then I think because you're in a while, you're in a wine business. It is. Oh, no. Wine gets you drunk, isn't I, it? Who, so who for that I, business, it's fine, isn't it? I who think. am I to say it's it's wrong? All I all I know with that with that being a dry yeah. event, it's like you you you. you I think it learns you to be more social as well. Yeah. It's like we I, we have like a thing, don't we, in in England where it's just binge you drink yeah, I, to get fucked up and to do the daft stuff and. All, all good stuff in my life came about when I stopped drinking. What? I, I weren't a good socialiser without drink. Mm. And I still am. It's like, I get a little bit of anxiety when I know. Like Lou, Lou yesterday, even something as small, and people probably be shocked by this, something as small as going to Nando's yesterday. I don't overthink it, but I'm like... My mind just processes like... And I don't know what that is. I don't know if what it's... What do you mean? So, like, I, I, I'll, I'll overthink that. I've got to park up. The lower thing I'm gonna go in there. I do think like this. What about parking? Not necessarily just parking, but I'm just like, I don't know if I have a little bit what you'd probably 
call like anxiety with mad groups. I don't. It won't. It won't be something that I'd seek out to do. I'd rather go get some nice food somewhere where I'm I, 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 not known. Not necessarily not known, not known, known but just me going to the escape for whatever reason would not be my kind of highlight of a going yeah, on like an a evening. Good day. I don't know if you're on high alert there or there's there's a number of other things like that. It just it never felt. I think it's because a lot of people know you as well. Like I feel the same sometimes, but I, I quite like to go down to escape and get Nando's. I went, we I took Saxon the other day. Not <laughs> we, his uh, first one. No, he's had a few before, but me just me and him. I I got in and Laura had, had a real tough day with him because he's just hard work at the minute. She needed a break, so I was like, I'll take him now. Eighteen months. It's like Speak, a year and a half. Speaking a bit more. Just babbling, yeah. He just we I was talking to him just like he were he could understand everything I was saying, but I think. With babies, they understand an awful lot more than what they can say. So you take it, you 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 say you, you. I think you think that they can't say, they can't understand what you're saying, but I think that they understand it. But because they can't say it back to you, and they don't, they can't say it. You think that they don't know. Yeah. You don't get frustrated with it because he's trying all the time now to say stuff. His apple, bear were his first word. Bear. bear. Just points at stuff and goes bear. He's saying bye and hi. Do you, do, you read, do you read to Saxon a lot? Laura does. I don't really get time to, and uh, I'm not that good at reading. He's just brought another book out with Andy. Andy, yeah, uh, about, about um, an adult, so, adult book, is it? No, it's kids' books, children's books. He's on about doing an, an adult one, so isn't he, 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 on his podcast the other day, was saying he, he gets asked all the time to release books, but he, what he what he realises is that by the... By the by, the time mm. someone's an adult, they've already got that much programming in them yeah. that it's hard to kind of reverse all that really fast. So what he's done, he's put, he's based it around animals and, and, and fun stories, but it's like, you know, about winning and, and, yeah, and teaching yeah. them sort of Success. principles early on. Yeah, the um, there's a book called Relentless that Dan uh, Burton, one of our coaches, <clears throat> uh, That's, give me. Um, Jocko's that. Yeah, it's a guy who um, he trained Michael Jordan. Oh no, I I know what you mean. Yeah. Trained Michael Jordan. It's basically like just screw this thinking of like uh, everyone's a winner. It's all the taking part that counts. Yeah. Just like fuck that. If you want to do something in life, you have to fucking go out and get it and cut. I mean, just, what is it? Breaking necks and cashing checks. Yeah. Can you remember? <laughs> this is this is funny. Someone brought. Can you remember your sports day at school? Yeah. Did did yours ever change? So I remember when we first did it. It was like quite competitive, and then it slowly came to be where it would just, just take part, just, just, just do. And is that the culture now? That yeah, that's what they're trying to all instill that, in all people. That's, all that you got to do is just take part, and, and that's enough. All you're breeding there is losers. Taking part isn't enough. No. If you take part throughout your entire life, and you're just thinking that overcoming challenges there's no value to it it just degrades the people that who are trying who are winning it's degrading for them imagine like you're trying your bollocks off to become a fast runner so you can run 100 metres faster than everyone else at school and you're training extra to do it or you're just naturally gifted and you really try hard and some people didn't and you win but they get exactly the same praise as, as you who didn't try and very hard in that and, and they did and what the fuck's that all about? It's unbelievable. Like it drives me mad. What they were like that contact with the rugby as well, and I, it, like we talked about it before, it worries me about what sort of world Saxon's going to grow up in. It's it's just so hard to do anything about it. I mean, if I were to, when I say to Saxon like we're gonna you're gonna play to win, if you don't win, it's fine. 
that's fine. The, what really matters is your efforts. Yeah. You you've always got to steer it towards efforts. If eff, if the effort is there, then that's totally fine. But if you're not trying very hard, obviously there's got to be reasons behind that. But if he's just not trying very hard because <coughs> he's not bothered about winning or losing, then that's just an issue, I think. Do you think that's built in who you are, or is that a taught trait? So like definitely taught you, that. So you're going to teach, let's say. In the perfect situation, what would Saxon's sporting pedigree? Yeah, what, what, what would you what would you steer him towards? Would you steer him towards fighting, or would you steer him first, towards like first? We're gonna do gymnastics. Why is that? Coordination, core stability. So you thought about this, haven't you? Movement, quality movement, keeping mobile, low impact, but also teaching you how to use your body, your coordination, proprioception, balance. The coordination aspect, all the gymnastics and the young gymnastics um, skills can be um, can transfer to any sport in the future. Mm. So at least you're giving them a good base to then take on whatever he wants. I think like ballet and, and dance is really good for core stability. It's also good for for stamina. And obviously, as a young child, you don't want to be putting your kid under stress, as in trying to get them to do stamina training and stuff like that. You just want to make sure they're having fun and understanding how to use the body, and then from that uh, gymnastics, it'd be for me jiu-jitsu, uh, Darren, uh, Darren and Ellen Curry over at uh, Ponte Combat Base. Um, I know Ellen does a really really high quality kids class, and there's what age should kids, kids be looking to get into martial three arts? Three to five, I think. Not martial arts in general. I think. I think jiu-jitsu especially because what you can do there is all the balance of proprioception and coordination that we've been talking about or what you can learn from gymnastics you can then use that against someone else as in um, keeping contact with another human body and understanding contact and understanding how to fall understanding when you hurt someone you hurt them and it's like that's not a good thing and and obviously to, to try and use like weight manipulation and and pulling and pushing and and your impact on the human and someone else's body and all that sort of stuff it takes years and years to develop that and i think then from there gymnastics to jiu-jitsu from that from that kind of base you can literally do anything whatever you want to do as long as you've got that work ethic and that uh that effort mentality whereas if you put your effort in you will become successful. At what age, though? I remember when we were young, it's like, say, you'd start playing rugby at emerging eights, so you're six, seven years old. I remember a lot of the parents, what age do you ask the child? You know what I mean? Ask your do, child do, what? do you want to be doing this? Because I, I, I remember when we were young, a lot of people were forced through rugby. Immediately. It's like you were doing it just because your parents, and you, there, there were a show on, um, on Netflix it were regarding like either you know tennis golf these sports where parents were really pushing like an agenda on their kid whether they were living it by curiously through you know their pe- yeah a lot of time it's where unsuccessful do you, where, where do you have that conversation to, we, we immediately if they don't want to do it you don't make a you don't make a kid do anything he don't want to do mm. unless it's uh, kind of try to instill rules into him like not smashing but how long do you against the wall well, is, or is, is that the wall. is that going I'm just I obviously ain't got a kid you have but where do you say that you've got to give something time do you know what I mean to work let's say you, you take him to gymnastics think, and it's like 
maybe first two weeks he's like not digging it at all and it's like not you can just I'll tell find someone else for me I want what immediately you'd do yeah it. I think if you love and you don't enjoy doing what you're doing then find something new to do which is similar maybe it is jiu-jitsu maybe it isn't jiu-jitsu and it's dancing and maybe it's not dancing and it's swimming or I mean you can you can kind of like I, I said it before if you can develop a skill level to an elite standard whatever it is that you're doing maybe it's maths English, dancing, boxing, whatever, CrossFit. If you can develop and put enough time into something which can get you to an elite level, then that in itself can be then applied to any other thing. If I, because I I, I kind of went to rugby and then I applied the same principles that I applied to rugby to MMA and then from MMA to CrossFit, then from a, into a CrossFit business mm. and then from the CrossFit business... I've gone into just not CrossFit business, but more into just business. And the same things will carry me. Obviously, I'm learning stuff new all the way through this, but the same things that got me good at rugby will get me good at MMA. Will get me good. It's all the same. And if you can show that you can stick something out and you can, you can really get elitist at some kind of uh, skill or sport, then you but can you, apply that to do, anything, and that's do, really valuable. Do you have to enjoy it though. So like. Use of course you would do because you've got no legs if it done because you can't well, continue no but use my you, I hate selling I don't like selling I don't so like sales it, however I know that in order for me to build a business in a product that I believe in like your service your, your, use this example you might not like selling does it sell we all like money though so. no I'm not but I'm doing something there and I've got good at something there that I wouldn't necessarily want to do. Public speaking, an example, I used to wait it, mate. We used to go to the events, there'd be like recognition where you'd have to stand up. It might be something as small as saying your name. And, and what yeah, you've yeah. done, like 20 seconds, and I'd go to the toilet, mate. I'd like, that was that my biggest, even when I look back at school, I don't know if you, you, you build it up to someone, any time that I, I was going to have to speak in front of the class or... You so know, you that, don't that, come across as that side of person. No, but I've beat on that craft. Time. It's like a, a guy who I look up to, Alton Bugs, he still states, and people still don't believe him, that his biggest fear is public speaking. And when I watch him speak, for me, he's the best speaker that I've ever listened to. Yeah. But that fear's still there. And I think... I know we're speaking about sport there, but is the issue sometimes that you, you're not, you might not always... What I'm trying to get at is, should you sometimes give things time, even if you're not enjoying it initially, to, de- de- develop. to develop that skill set? It's like, I don't like doing the speaking stuff, but I've, I've got to do it. You know, I, Yeah, I, I think that as a sense. child, you can't do that. But as an adult, obviously, you know what's good for you. It's like, I wish I'd use like, learning a language. Not something that I'd probably enjoy doing, even though I'd really love to have the, the skill set now to be able to speak. I think Spanish. everyone's got the skill set to be able to speak Spanish. It's whether you enjoy it enough or want to do it enough to be able to put would the you, time would in. Would you and put the a, an emphasis on Saxon and the language? I think it's I'd massive. Like to. I'd like to, but if it's not his thing, it's not his thing. I don't know another language, and I'm all right. Yeah. I would like him to use one, but if it's not his interest, if, if I say to him, you, you should really uh, try and learn Spanish at school and we'll try and do that for you, but if he's like, I don't fucking want to learn Spanish yeah. I'm not going to do it if he fucking he starts playing up in classes all the time and his Spanish classes and all of ones are straight you know it's not right for him yeah. 
you can't like this day and age you're forcing kids down these tunnels to nine to five jobs why aren't they teaching like creativity and and, and how to be an entrepreneur and how to develop your own why aren't they doing why aren't they doing personal skills as in like how to pay your bills taxes I've still not got a clue about it I have to get an accountant to do it and then a bookkeeper to, to do all my shit now if I'd have been taught that stuff at school rather than fucking science that I never ever learnt use in everyday life now and I'd never learnt since I've left school why aren't they teaching kids that it's fucking pointless man wasted time oh, effort if so with that then how would you change it up have a personal skills development class mm. you get taught how to file tax reports how to bookkeep What's important in life? Fucking science isn't important. Can you remember Who much? the fuck uses science now? Well, my sister does. So my sister. What I does think, she do? I, so she she she's gone undone. I think with that, the, the the like I went from school, college, university straight through, and I was the person who shouldn't have done that. I was like probably the era where everyone wanted to go to university because I thought it was the thing to do. Yeah. You, you, you just didn't know. Yeah. I remember like the process at Farns Park. You'd go sit on this computer, you'd fill out some stupid questions that I don't remember. At 18 years old, it springs up. This is where we think you should go. These are the courses, and you make a decision on a whim. You know, I didn't have to sit. It's and not talk on to your them. whim, it's on the fucking well, computer. I, I know, they're I know, trying to drive you towards. At 18, I weren't in a position there, me, to kind of. I, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I had anyone who sat me down, mentored me, and says, you know, where do your skill sets lie? You know, these are things that I think you've got to get into kids' heads is what you're good at, what do you enjoy doing and let's 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 push on that. It's fine to have like the academic, like a lot of kids are academic. I met loads at school and there's plenty in here, there's plenty of teachers and they all stem from academic backgrounds and that were their thing. But what happens to the other two-thirds of people? Well, I think a lot they of get put into nine-to-five jobs or working, yeah. digging holes for a living. I mean, there's no wrong with digging the nose for a living if that's what you want to fucking do. Yeah, and you have But what about if you don't want to do that? Yeah, it's tough, mate. It's a tough gig at the minute, isn't it? It's like, I've been doing a lot of studying on, on, on Vaynerchuk's and you listen to his theory behind stuff, like his theory is that you should find your passion and make that your business, yeah. which is all well and good. But do people then have the skill set and the work ethic to just go in on that? Well, you can think, self-educate yourself. Well, that's YouTube, where all, do you know that, what I mean? I mean, that, it's not hard to do. I, I don't think... It, well, it is very hard to do, because if it won't, everyone will do it. But maybe but your DNA is like... It's like Andy Fasella says, mate, he just says, do the work. <laughs> and someone messaged him the other day saying, keep doing... Just do the work. Why do you keep saying, just fucking do the work? Because that is the only thing to do. Do the fucking work. Yeah. And it's simple. Well, you'll learn, There's then. shit to do. Write your five list, time, five, five things to do, your critical task list and complete them every day and just keep doing that work and just keep doing it and and then five years down the time I'm listening to one on time management me because I'm just shit with it I read a book about it and still not any better and the, I listened to a I listened to a podcast um, that Andy Fisella has been doing and it's kind of resonating me with like what I need to do which is uh Right, do me five lists, do me five critical task lists, and complete them. Explain until, that so people who are watching, not, people who are watching this who don't, who don't grasp that. Like, what? How, how so is that applying in your life? So you taught me this. So you shared it. Only thing that Andy says is try and share it with someone uh, who would who would benefit from it. So all this is is you, you, uh, the at the end of your working day. So at the end of the day, uh, you write five things to do, and that's your five actionable 
directive tasks that you have to complete the following day. You write them down on a piece of paper. I do mine on my phone. He says not to do that, but I do it on my phone because it's more likely that I'll do them if yeah. I've got them on my phone. So I've learned that were a big game changer for me, even though it was so small. I was writing down on my piece of paper. I wasn't fucking following through with them. Now it's in my phone every morning when is I wake up. Is that because it's on you, that? Yeah, I'm more attached to my phone than I am a piece of paper, which has got me five tasks. I'm, I'm, in the morning, I wake up. This morning, I woke up at half six, went downstairs, got my laptop out, and I completed two of my tasks. I had seven more to do. For me, five isn't enough, because I forget that I've got little things to do, even though they're not critical tasks. I think what? They're just, they're just small things, and all I do is complete them during that day and once I've completed them you write a W on it yeah. I don't write my W I just know and I feel so much happier when I've completed my stuff to do mm. and tell you what that gives me now then is tonight at half past three I'll finish I'll have completed all my tasks and I'll go home and I'll be able to completely focus on yeah. Saxon and Laura yeah. without thinking have I got shit to do still mm. I forgot to do this I forgot to do that if I've done my tasks I'm done and then I can be better for them and that's what it's given me. And this type, this, a lot of it, like I did a bit of video on it, on the energy thieves the other day, and there's a lot of people that are energy thieves and not doing it on purpose. There's lots of members in the gym that want to speak to you, speak to me, and that is my job to speak to them, and I understand that. But when I've got other really pressing issues to really get on with, and I'll take that option to speak to them for maybe an hour, two hours mm. after a class when I could be doing something better. I mean, we've just done it then. I got onto something and it was my fault. It yeah. wasn't even theirs. Yeah. It's me. Do you know what I mean? And I could cut that off and then I could be more proactive and got me, get me list on. I think it's procrastination that. And I have been chat with Lou yesterday about it. I think me and you suffer with that a lot. I think we get a lot of stuff done. Like, way more than the average person. Yeah. Way more. But we've still got that sticking point that we'll overthink and um, Aubrey Marcus the other day was discussing some of that I'd be interested to get your feedback on this he was like um, he's, he suffers with it you know I think a lot of successful people no matter how good they look from the outside they've got demons and they've got struggles and they've got issues and he was saying that he's, um, his major issue is, is too much of a strategist he, the plan has to be perfect before it'll go out and execute the plan has to be right perfect and that's well you need that so Running a, a, yeah, a shit like this, you need systems. You, you you need that. But what he's started to do now is really try and listen um, to his like internal compass himself, his instinct, his gut, whatever you want to call it. And I've had that much advice from people who who say that to me. But it's then it's then believing it in it. It's yeah. like he he said he'll wake up that day and he's like if he can get in tune with himself and listen to himself, he'll know what the right move is. And he, he told it in a story that made sense to me. Could you do this? Like, usually, example, you, you go on holiday. Do you have to plan out? Let's say you're going for five days. You know when you went to, where did you go recently? Greece. Yeah. Do, do, you, do you plan out what you're doing or is it more, we'll just go off instinct when we're there? And he's like, he's very much like that. And if you listen to yourself. What, when I get on holiday? Yeah, just, he, he, I think he used that as an I example. I'm badly like, like TripAdvisor and that I'll fucking, like, we, I want to go away. what I'm saying there. Yeah, like, yeah. You're really trying to listen to your gut, because you hear that all the time, your gut instinct. Yeah, like, go, go, with go, your gut. go with that, go with that. Yeah. I think the five basic <laughs> lifts are the things that you need to be doing, but like, for me, like the other day, post something about the kids, uh, the new Strong 101 kids class, and I just did it, 
I didn't even ask. I didn't like. I didn't ask certain people that I should have been asking about yeah. times and whatever. And and uh, I just kind of did it because if I didn't do it, then I would never do it. I've been. I haven't pulled the trigger on that for about six to a year. You know what I mean, six months to a year. So I need to make sure that I do it, and I just did it. And I feel so much better for doing it. And then everything from then, I don't have a session plan sorted yet for it. I don't have any structure on how it's going to work. But I know by the time it comes round, yeah. it'll be done because yeah. I've already pulled the trigger and everything after this now is a, a result of actions and it's just uh, like a domino effect. It'll just fall into place because that's what type of person I am. It'll just, I'll put the work in to make it happen, whether it's day before or a week before. It's much better if I can do it week before, but uh, you know what I'm like. I'll just, if I pull the trigger, I'll just do it and then yeah. it's it. That's why that initial signing for that lease in, in, in Peveston just writing on that dotted line for, for that contract for two years were a massive thing, but I did it because if I didn't, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have had this. It wouldn't have started. Do you know what I mean? You've got to start somewhere, haven't you? I think that's probably the biggest thing. What you said there is that I load most people back. That fear there is taking that first step. Mm, to pull the trigger. Especially we we now with the with the pressure you get put on, kind of falling into a certain role use the example there you know the, the pressure of, of, of having a mortgage and the pressure of like what comes with like living life the, the you know it, I get it with people who kind of just fall into patterns of like regular work and then taking that even if their gut's telling them this is wrong this is like not the right thing to do well, I bet so many people just go through that and stay in that pattern just because it's easy to do yeah. And, and, and making that first step to whatever it might be it might even just be starting a diet it might be setting up a new fitness regime or, or doing your own business whatever it might be getting out of a shit relationship yeah. so many I bet so many people just cruise through life and like fucking hell I, I so many people it's like at the end of the day when you're lying on your deathbed and your family around you and you're about to pop your clogs are you going to be thinking oh I wish I'd uh, uh, I wish I'd have worked that extra hour I wish I'd have uh, I'm so glad I stayed at that job, which I fucking hated. The likelihood is, it's like I wish I'd have fucking started that that thing that I, that passion that I'd already had inside me, and now I, and when it's gone, it's gone. Do you know what I mean? You're fucking done, and then have you, you know, really, get that time to to do that. Have you listened to Les Brown before? Mm. He he has a speech, um, and uh, let me get it right. He, he kind of said there that the the best ideas are all in the graveyard. Yeah. And so many great ideas have gone to there because yeah, someone down. just didn't execute on it. Yeah, it's um, but we all struggle with it, don't we? I mean, like there's. I think you know what the biggest thing is, man. People are scared of what other people think. Yeah, I'm a big believer. Like that's that. huge, isn't it? Massive. I think that's the number one thing why people won't. Just if you're a person on, that don't really. I think you, you you've touched on the video yesterday. You know, criticism. You like what you got from, from yeah. whatever happened there. But you you'll still go and do. You know what I'm saying, fuck. yeah, you don't. Like I try not but to give lot, a fuck, but a lot of people aren't like that. The the fear of what other people will think. You know what it is? It is you do it once and it feels so good, and you're like, and then you, if you do it just that once, and you just like fuck it. Like, I, there's certain things that I wish, uh, I I wish I'd done loads earlier. And, and like, I've, the just a lot. I, I wish I, like I've got a big major major regret in not travelling and as much as I did and. I know I went to Thailand, but that's pretty much where I stayed. I mean, I went to Japan and a few other countries at that time, but it won't, it won't, I didn't see the world, and it's like, when do I get that chance again? 
gonna have to make it happen. I'm, I keep begging Laura what, to let. You've got to be patient with her, and I'm I'm like this. So I will, you're saying I think you're a little bit younger, aren't you? Yeah, yeah you, just a bit, just like a few months. Is your birthday Sunday? When's your birthday? Uh, 26. I don't know when that is. Sunday. Sunday. Is it this Sunday coming? Yeah, someone wrote it in my, in my diary. I think I'm sure it's Sunday. Is it Sunday? Yeah, I think so. Sunday written in your diary. I swear, if you look at me diary, oh, I'm gonna go with that. Is it my right? Block capitals. Yeah. Maybe you wrote it in my diary. This guy's birthday Sunday. It's on remembering Sunday. Like for certain people, I don't know. I won't have it in your fucking diary. I don't even know maybe, that maybe, date. Maybe, 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 maybe lose. I don't even know. Old I'm in that. Well, what I'm getting at there is that I think. You, you think that you've got to be well aware of there is that you've got fucking time on your side. But have you? You have. No. You're 29. No, mate, you don't. You do. I think that. I mate, think my think fucking one of my best mates died at fucking no. 8, so, 19, no, no, 20. No, no, no. Okay, so. You don't have so time that, on your side. You could get knocked out, fucking you, knocked you, down no, outside. You can't think like. It, it, in the terms of people now, how, no, how long people live. I refuse. I think, I think you've got plenty of time I refuse to do whatever to think. you want to do. I refuse to say I have plenty of time. I think you do though. You don't, man. <coughs> how many fucking how many days you've been alive? Do you know what I mean? You've got that again. How much have you done so far? You I, would you be happy with your life now if you just replicated what you've done no, but now I think, to them? It's like again. No. Go it. Sixteen to thirty, you're still figuring Mate, a lot of shit out. You get cancer today. No, diagnosed. Not, I'm not. You but take the freak. The, like it's not freak, no, no, mate. No, no. Well, let's say I'm one going, in three. Okay. So the it's say. not. So the say. So the it's say. not, man. So I, but I, I refuse to have that thing in my head. Like, well, I'll put, do it when I'm fucking older. Put the freak dead or disease or for part. If you live to like, use my granddad example. My granddad's eighty-five years old. Still plays golf every day. Still healthy. Still fit. Right? Yeah. He's had his issues. Whatever. Right. You've got time. You have time. I I don't know if I've got time, so I'm not going to live my life. You think you're going to die young? Man, I feel like I've always felt like I'm going to die young. I spoke to two people this week who've said that. I've always felt like that. Someone who said she was adamant that she was going to die young. Why why does that? Lou's been going through a weird thing. Lou, um, she's she's weird with it. Like uh, Paul Stamets was on Rogan's podcast yesterday. He was speaking about dreaming. Rogan's done they did in November they didn't do any drink and do any uh, marijuana yeah, and, it, and he said his dreams were and, and Lou's been struggling at the minute we're just like she's, you know, she struggles with it she won't mind me saying it she's, she thinks sometimes it's not real she gets that feeling that like this what? whole thing's not I get not that real sometimes. she gets and, and I'm like what, I think what, we what, all get that I'm like sometimes. what do you mean she's like and I'm just getting this up. Everyone's just playing a big game, I, like I, Truman I, Show. I can tell sometimes she's just not there. And I think that's why we get on so well, is that we could sit on an evening and not <laughs> just relax. We're not after yeah. pepper each other like we, we and and I asked her to I said, What's wrong with you? Like well, so I could just tell something went right. She went, I just know she's like and these dream things she has, I don't know if that's well, I don't, what a dream so she has. If, 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 if we're I always stay up later than her, I'll listen to like We'll watch, like, we've been watching Stranger Things and then I'll want to watch some podcast or listen to someone to go to sleep with. And uh, if she drifts off uh, and I nudge her, she, like, startles and I can tell by looking at her eyes she's still asleep. And, like, this just lucid dream so fast. So, like, is, is she really... I don't know. I'm trying to get at she's Is she connected to this other place and she's getting these... I don't know, she's weird. Her, her dreams have always been weird. I know she sleepwalks as a kid. If you nudge her, and, and, and she's like, fall asleep, and immediately she's like in this sort of lucid state, like not 
Yeah, like REM sleep. Shit. I'm like, yeah. I can do that now and then, but not very I, often. I don't dream as much as I used to. No. No, I don't know if I overthink. I'm I think just stress mind or... Certain things allow sleep, don't uh, Dreaming. Like a release of hormones. Like, it, it, like when Wayne started taking more of the morning classes, when I was starting to get a little bit more sleep, it was like a recovery from all this sleep deprivation for like a few years before well, you dreamed that. a lot I dreamed loads yeah in that first like few weeks I was like fucking dreaming mad but then it, uh, then again it's how well you've been eating I think as well and if you're drinking alcohol if you're drinking a lot of water if you're drinking if, I drink I drink like, to every night that's strange man every single night weird I used to dream a lot as a kid but I don't I just don't as, mu- as much anymore yeah. I think imagination beat out of me it's like your imagination. Saxon, yeah. this is funny, like, the other day I walked up upstairs to get him out from his nap. He'd, he'd walk up and he would have sat there. You could see him on camera, so I ran upstairs to get him. And, uh, he wasn't crying about, but I just... He, he just sat up and I walked into the room and just went, meh, meh. Like there were no sheep around oh, or yeah. like that. I'm just like... They've got imagination. What? Yeah. What have you just been, uh, been dreaming about? upside down world and I'm sure that's replicating what it feels like when you take yeah but it's all dark and dingy and horrible I've I've been in but I think you know when they go into that dark place that's that's true I I think it's just dimensions it's just like a different dimension that we can't enter so like I think we were talking about before Interstellar the uh, I've not seen that film it's fuck mate you gotta watch it it's uh, it's meant but he, he enters a different dimension. It's just a bit silly when he gets into the bookcase. But it all kind of makes sense at the end. It's, it's fucking mad. Using Contact. No, I my need to watch that. I watch, I watch film. it. I watch it tonight. Watch it. Contact. Yeah. Um, I forgot Which, the lady who, who plays the main role's name, but um, he's in it, Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. He's like the, the man of God in it. I, I think I think that there is there are dimensions that we can't enter in this in this world and in on earth that we can't enter but I think by taking certain drugs you can kind of get a glimpse of what it is like in that does that make sense and I think like well they say, DM, they say DMT's the yeah, one yeah DMT I've never done that yeah I don't think I'm ready for that I think what you're ready for in, in he had it on Paul Stamets who's a, a mycologist so he studies mushrooms yeah. he was on Rogan's podcast uh, yesterday and um, he was uh, just discussing mushrooms use in, in society. Crazy person, to mm. oh, I'm fascinated by that. I tagged you in one of the in one of the posts. Cause the, that guy who was just studies them all his life. Because so I don't have a lot of mushrooms in my diet. I don't physically eat a lot of mushrooms. No. And uh, we're speaking about lion's mane, which is really good for like y- your mind and, and all these ones that I've never heard of. Uh, but we were speaking about psilocybin on there and the doses that you can take. Like a gram to four gram, you're gonna get that experience. Just for people, what is psilocybin? So psilocybin is what most will know as, as magic mushroom. You know, so the compound within the magic mushroom that makes S- psil- psilocybin is the yeah is it, the it, active ingredient it, 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 that makes you do that trip. Yeah, and 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 I've done it three times now. First time did like three gram and had a really really good experience. Second time probably did a little bit too much and and, and felt that I didn't take a lot away from it. 
probably bad, what people call bad trip. But I've always felt better once I've done it. I've always learned something from doing it. Yeah. Um, even if it feels like, like it's quite a painful experience at the time, maybe that's me beating my ego down or like yeah. certain things figuring out. That's why I think I can't take it. I just forgot too many fucking Well, the, the hardest thing that life. I've... I don't think that that would be the issue. The hardest thing that I think you'd struggle with, like me initially, is, is just giving in to the drug. So yeah. when when I uh, did it the first time, I was really fighting it, and I do that with, still with marijuana. I'm like, instead of just letting the the, the medicine do it, I'm like, yeah. I really fight it and think w- once you give in to that and, and, and allow it, you can have a, you'll probably have a really good nice time. experience. But we were smoking a lot of weed in Thailand when we were there because it were obviously like a lot better than having a drink and people struggle with sleep out there everyone was struggling with sleep in Thailand I'm not sure why it was but uh, I, I used to struggle with my sleep and a big a big thing for me was just to have um, just a few pulls off a joint before we went to bed and we'd all, we'd all kind of do it all fighters even though we were all like elite level fighters it were like uh, I think it's rife in that community though when it's yeah well yeah because it's so much better for you than drinking alcohol would well, you smoke it just blunt or with tobacco Blunt, yeah, just, just no tobacco in it because obviously the tobacco hurt my chest. So it would it would have been ideal if we could get a vape out there and and we could all just do it without having any inhalation of any smoke. Then it'd be optimal, but that just wasn't a thing that we did. So, but yeah, I think and 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 the start, like what you were saying, fighting it, trying to keep control. Whilst it's different with drink. well, someone who's like an alpha like you, that yeah. you feel the need to. I'm in charge here. Yeah. And if someone like that for four, like mushrooms, takes five hours. So from you ingesting it, we used to get up, we'd go for a walk, because setting setting so important on these drugs. This is yeah. why people who, who might smoke weed, as an example, you, 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 you know, I always thought it was for losers and, and people who... Yeah. But if you're smoking it in bad company and you're smoking it with other drugs mixed in, like drink and you're around losers... Oh, and oh, what about if you just sat at your computer just fucking some people enjoy, watching, some watching people videos enjoy that, and like, just smoking it, weed well, in dark well, rooms well, for, like, for me it, I, I can I can really get into I can really get into films and music more like yeah. that, that music that we were playing opens it up a little bit well, more that music we were playing there bef- before. before I would never listen to that prior um, doing weed and I've been away I, I, I probably haven't smoked now for a month it's not mm. something that I need to do all the time. I feel if I'm in a good spot, I don't. I don't really do it. Yeah. Maybe I should. I, I would. Yeah. I think I. I would like to. Laura's not very open to it. Well, they reached out to us today. A company's reached out to us who's been seeing this, and uh, they're a CBD um, oil company. Yeah. And uh, I'm thinking about getting a vape for that. Paul Monham was telling me that if he can source a really good CBD uh, in a vape, he will use it um, after training and before bed just vaping on it a little bit and he's been getting some really really good effects I, I got some topical um, CBD but I didn't know it's enough to keep investing money in it yeah. like £25 uh, I sourced it off Amazon initially and um, it was either topical so you could put it on, on or you could put it direct on tongue and so, I just didn't notice enough it weren't the effect of a THC it weren't yeah. effect of the like marijuana for yeah, me, you so. can feel that men- I think a, men- a mental change is a lot easier to read than a physical change Unless you're super in touch with your body, and I think the effects on a physical, on a physical is a lot less in it. Just, just one one of my friends who've been talking to me about his colitis. One of my fire friends, uh, Rico, got really bad colitis. What's colitis? Uh, like an anti-inflammatory disease in in the bowel. In your, okay. In your gut. Yeah. So you get super inflamed, bleeding, badly. 
and he's got it really, really severely. Uh, I think it's like brought on by stress and trauma. Um, and just recently, he's got really, really bad. And uh, I, I have got another mate called Ollie. He uh, he had the same thing as well, ulcerative colitis. Um, colitis, sorry, colitis. <laughs> and uh, and he, he took a lot of CBD. He he said the only thing that helped him was smoking like proper full weed, like taking a, like a smoking like a big joint every night before he went to bed. The next day he'd be fine. And he just kept running it like that, but. Obviously, that comes with its own problems when you're having to do that all the time just to keep this uh, colitis away. And then it comes with its own. Who's to say that's wrong? I always say it. Well, it comes with problems because it does promote uh, mental health issues. It does, man. It's like, it does. Brings out in you. Of course it does, yeah. Any kind of... um, Psychoactive. You're definitely better straight. (laughs) Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You are. You're more mentally... Well then, again, he, people have their own issues and they're all fully straight. Everyone's got vice because you, you're always going to consume something. Food, sugars, fats. I mean, like, some people are already troubled mentally without the added effects oh, of that. And so, well, if you I used to say, if, if, if you've got issues and you're taking a psychoactive drug that makes you think more, gonna do be, the thing that gonna, you're not gonna be an enjoying issue. more. Yeah, like, uh, he explains it so well, Rogan is like, right, the issue that most people say with weed is that you're going to get paranoid. He's like, well, some people maybe need to be paranoid. Mm. If you're not progressing and you're just smoking weed every day and you're a loser, then... And, and all, when you but smoke why do losers smoke weed? I think it's an antisocial what? drug. Wait, I don't think it's a social drug. I think it's a very antisocial drug. I, I, never, I never got into it as a kid. I, I got into it late, so I don't really know. Like, I remember when we were young. Like, um, so... What age would have been like high school 15, 16 you did have the people who smoked, smoked the, the bongs and whatever yeah. <laughs> and I just did, I just never did that so like you know the, gra- the, 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 gra- the gravitated towards that drug at that age um, which you know probably just to get high then innit like to get, yeah. to get like, an, an escape or a feeling but it's like there's, a, there's someone I know uh, quite close to her family and he smokes an awful lot of weed or he did do I hadn't spoken to him for a little bit, so I'm not sure if he does. But he said to me, we went for a walk a while ago, and he was saying how much better he feels from that. He said he he felt it were putting a cap on his on his doing to do to take action. Yeah, it was like stopping him, him from taking him action, even though he had all these good ideas with the action. He'd never be brave enough to go and do them. And to be honest, he's he's probably stopped smoking weed, and I'm not sure if he. He has started taking action. I would like to think he has. We talked about doing uh, some design work. Like I wanted, I wanted to get him into design work, and he's got a passion for that. I just hope it. He's doing the work to do it. He's like, oh, I'll do this course. I'm like, you don't need a fucking course. Yeah. I'm gonna. I need to save this money, work my warehouse job to get enough money for this, and and then do my course. I'm like, mate. The time on the shit. Yeah, the the shit is on fucking YouTube. Just every night indulge yourself in this fucking YouTube and get really, really good. Invest your uh, your time into the YouTube and maybe buy the Illustrator for 60, 70 quid a month uh, or whatever it is. Do that and you, you learn yourself, mate. That is the only way that you're going to get good at this shit. It's just time. And it's a, the time is now for you to do this because yeah. if not, you're going to be stuck in this fucking warehouse job for a long time and then before you know it, you sat on your deathbed like we were talking about. But it says that the weed... It made him less social. It made him. He got a little bit paranoid about things, which he probably should have been paranoid about. Mm. But 
it, it put a cap on him. It like stopped him. It enabled him to do stuff. Like, it enabled him best, to stay within. Do you know what I mean? Best, really internal. I think if you're doing it every day, it's probably going to be an issue that you shouldn't do anything yeah. like that every Overly. day. I, but I think what from what I've read, now I like to do it. It's like I'll I'll use it as like a, a defrag. You know, if you, just loose smoke it with you. No, you I'm it. trying to slowly. But so, how does it work if you're getting stoned in the house? I don't. Do, I, 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 don't I don't do it a lot like that. So I was like, I'll, I'll do. Like I said, me here. I'll, I'll do it. I'll build up to like. Will she be in the house no, with you? No, no, no. Where will she be then? Yeah. Because that's my thing. Like, if I wanted to try and experiment with this thing, I'll go out and smoke. Got, friends who smoke a bit. You know I've got so Saxon at home. Yeah. In bed, Laura's outside of me. She wants to watch a film or apprentice or whatever but I want to do this thing where I'm experimenting with a drug and I'm trying to learn a bit about myself and do this and then I smoke it when I'm sat next to Laura watching apprentice it's like not a good time what you probably do there is like let's say how I like to do it is I'll not do it for ages then I'll pick a day or an evening where I can do it with some friends or myself and I'll try and smoke as much as I can for that that period that period and try and like Defrag, because that's what I'm doing it for me. I'm like, I'll build up so much information, or oh, like programming, or what you know. So I've been going that's a like month, a and I'm like, right, use this now as a as a way to. Like you reset. Because what yourself. most people will do there is they'll just drink. They'll yeah. Build up you'll, what people will call a blowout. So they'll build up and then blow out. But I've yeah. never felt better for a blowout. No. I <laughs> and people use that as a as a as a thing. Like I need. So they've built up all that stress. Most people do that Monday to Friday and then Saturday, Sunday just blow themselves into some greens with coke and, and beer. He was saying on that time uh, on that, that time podcast what, what Andy Fasella's done, he was saying like, Monday you're recovering from your hangover, yeah. you might do a small amount of work, very little. Tuesday will be a good day, you'll, you'll get you'll get active, uh, you'll, you'll do your best work on a Tuesday because you've kind of got that drinking. Wednesday, middle of the day, take it a little bit easier because it's midweek. You know that you've got two more days to go, and then on Thursday you'll go out with your friends because you haven't seen them for three days. Yeah. You'll drink, you'll have a drink, you'll eat some shitty foods. You won't go to gym because it's like rest day, and then Friday you'll go out with boys. You'll get off early, do as little work as possible, try and leave the work place as early as you can. Saturday you'll get fucking blotted. Sunday recover. you'll recover, but you'll drink a little bit to try and take the edge off the hangover before Monday you're starting shit again. It's like one of my. That's like. And I'll, when he was saying it, I was like, fucking hell, that was me about five years ago. Mm. That was me. I was like, what the fuck? How does he know this? I think everyone goes through that party period, though. But some yeah. people are probably going to go through ever just like. People are still in that shit up. and they're fucking 30, 40 year old, 50. And there'll be loads of people out there. But one, but one of my friends, I can't get in. Like, really, really successful guy, really good with his business or whatever. And on, on a Sunday is his day to have a drink. 12, 15 pots. Well, I'm not sure how much he drinks. <laughs> I haven't been out with him on a Sunday. It's not something I would ever want to do. On a Sunday, for me, it's like reset and spend some time with family and, and get ready for Monday. That's in my head. I'm like, Sunday, I'm just having family day and I'm going to get ready for Monday. But, we, but the weekend's getting... made believe anyway. It's only like... It's Plus, like it's we've, two we've, more fucking days, isn't we, it? We, we've bought into this idea that... Five days, two days off. Yeah. That's what you bought into. You've got seven days well, that's off. Big, that's what we talked about earlier, the school and things, isn't it? Yeah. You're getting taught to show up at 8.30, leave at 4, and then weekends off. Go home, do so, your so, own work. So look, Don't forget your own work. Well, what's it learning you there, though? 
to work to, to work at, when you even so when you're at home Monday, you're working from Monday so. to Friday you go to school job crazy, and then have it? a weekend off I looked into that or like a, a, um, the Ford company created that like they had Ford. They, they had some pull they knew that the industrial revolution were coming they were going to need workers to do shifts and this when this schooling thing started we um, buzzers and you take a break Bells at this time. So. You have a lunch at this time. Fuck me. And uh, there's some, unbelievable. There's, some, there's something in that. I have to look into it. Like, Imagine if that. you didn't get that instilled into your head. Say like an Amazonian tribe. Don't get any of that you shit. Won't, would and you? then all of a sudden it's like you have seven days a week to do whatever you want. Fucking mad. Nearly done. Nearly finished. I think we'll we'll uh, yeah. we'll bring it to that. Yeah, I think we talked a lot of sense. Thank you for listening. Please do like and subscribe. We appreciate the support. Stay